Memphis, Tennessee's own joining me here on the show here tonight. Goes by the name of Blue Money Sizzle, Live 365, iHeartRadio, Sports Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max. Blue Money Sizzle, what's going on, man? How's it going? My head thank God. Good. Happy New Year to you. Happy holidays to you, man. You too, man. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Speaking of the New Year, how's the New Year going for you so far? I know you got some things planned here, especially in March. You're dropping a new tape. Yeah, I got the uh, Boss Move 2 and Split on the way, dropping March 7. It's actually an EP. Then Boss Moves 3 probably going to follow up in March. So I'm actually at the studio right now working on it. So I'm putting the final touches on it right now. Cooking up. Do you, you're you going to be looking to have the whole rollout here for the year. Drummer Boy, is he involved with this project? Yeah, of course, of course. Shout out to Drummer Boy, man. Shout out to Drummer Boy. Speaking of Drummer Boy, we got that project you got right now that make that ass shake. Going yeah, crazy. that's right. Yeah, going crazy right now. If y'all tune in, go stream that. Blue Money Seals the Drummer Boy, make that ass shake. Go stream it right now. Go check it out. Go check out that visual on YouTube. I, I want to get into your guys' connection because you guys are connected, obviously, from Memphis, Tennessee. You got the connection from being home and being where you're from. So tell me how you guys initially met to form this bond and connection together. Uh, my management put the move together. Shout out to my management, One Circle Entertainment, uh, Bobo, Adam, Tim. Shout out to them. Uh, they actually went to school together. So, uh, once we came together, they had already had to play together for another artist, but it kind of just fell in my lap because it fell out out of wax with the other artist. So, and they introduced me to drummer, and we've been locked in there since. Mm-hmm. So, so, what's something that Drummer Boy has told you that makes you stand out from all the, the artists out now, especially in Memphis? Mine just keep being myself, keep sounding like me. Don't try to sound like nobody else. And you don't. And that's so unique. When I go to look at all your performances and your freestyles that you've been doing on all these other platforms, you could tell that you got a gift because it's just right off the head. Most artists usually write it down, but there's a few gifted ones. When you look at Jay-Z, they just go right off the top and you can do that. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Shout out to God. (laughs) (laughs) You already know. But let's start from the early on beginnings of your journey here. So tell me what made you want to choose the path to be an artist in the world? Carlos and Andy, shout out to them. I probably like 10 or 11. My sister was dating uh, Carlos and they was into music. They helped me write my first rap man. It was on from there, but on a serious note, I really didn't start taking serious to probably like 2016 or something. I had came home from the feds, started my label. Then I had like a little two year setback or it would have been popping. We would have been did this a few years ago if it weren't for that, you feel me? Mm-hmm. You mentioned a setback because everyone throughout their careers, they have to go through the, the trials and tribulations to make it in the industry. What was something that you took away during that time, you think, from that setback that got you to where you're at today? My don't take time for granted. You feel me? Because you can't get it back. If you got something going on, try to go full ahead, stay with it because you never know when you can be took away from it. You, you feel me? That's some time you can't get back. So I'm definitely taking advantage of it this time. Real for real. I could tell you're definitely putting the work forward here, and it's showing you got people like Drummer Boy giving you the cosigns. But Memphis has a rich history of hip-hop artists with 3-6 Mafia, and you look at Yo Gotti, Young Dolph. We really run down the line here. Who was someone's blueprint that inspired you as an artist coming out of Memphis? Pretty much all them you just named. Uh, Moneybag, too, you know, he a big artist. 
uh, A Bob, MJG, Three Six Mafia, Yo Gotti. That's why I came up bumping. You know what I'm saying? I came up bumping Pastor Troy too, even though he ain't from Memphis. But I was on Pastor Troy real heavy too. Shout out to Pastor Troy. But yeah, pretty much Memphis, yeah. All the legends, Skinny Pimp, man, Lieutenant G. I was, man, a lot of people paid away. I used to pay attention to a lot of people. Now, throughout your time in Memphis and you're getting your name out there, you're getting your acts going, especially getting with performances, just were any of your run-ins, have you ever been able to meet any of the legends that we mentioned? Yeah, I was just in the room with Bob and G the other night. Yeah, I was just in the room with uh, Hit Kid, super producer Hit Kid. I was just around all them the other night, Memphis. Yeah, I've been in the room with a lot of people. Yeah, real elbows with a few people. Introduce myself, let them know that I'm coming this year. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and you got Bloom Money Entertainment already laid out. So from the business side of things, who would you say that you learned from in the game? How did you implement that into knowing how to run yourself as a business as far as entertainment goes? Now, when I first started, I really just jumped out here at first. I just wanted to get my name imprinted and on black and white. And I just learned as I went, but since I met Drummer Boy, big shout out to him, I definitely been learning a lot about the business side since I met Drummer Boy. Uh, shout out to Nice too. Nice been giving me some pointers too. Shout out to Nice. Yeah, shout out to Nice. Definitely one of the most important guys in the game, scouting the real up-and-coming talent here, and you could see it. When you're first starting out and you're going through your tries and tribulations, was there ever a point, because even despite the rich history, did you ever feel that Memphis was lacking something as far as trying to make it in the game? Because sometimes artists and creatives, they always kind of blame it on where they come from, why they may not get on right away. Because when you look at Atlanta, you people think that it's so easy to get on there. Was there ever a time that you were looking at Memphis coming up that, man, this is holding me back a little bit because it's not as big as Atlanta? My only thing that held Memphis back was togetherness. And it still kind of is, but it's a whole lot better now because you see a lot of spotlight coming to Memphis now. But if it weren't for that, man, Memphis would have been to go to the reps. Yeah. Shout out to Atlanta, though. But Memphis most definitely would have been to go. Atlanta been working with each other for years. Memphis really just started doing that shit a few years ago, but you see what's going on since it's happening now. You feel me? Could have been did this shit, but, you know, shout out to Memphis, though. Now that you really put Memphis here and you really establish yourself getting the stamp in Memphis, where are you looking to take things next? Because I see you going worldwide here. Yeah, I really just want to go everywhere. I'm trying to touch bases everywhere. Everywhere. I don't, don't want to be no local artist or no certain area artist. I'm only popping in the South or I'm only popping in the Midwest. I'm trying to be popping everywhere. You feel me? Why I try to make music for the world, not just for one area. I can tap in all type of different shit too. So I know the world going to fuck with me. Just the year right here, you feel me? You're going to be going on a tour for the upcoming EP? Yep, most definitely. Most definitely. I think the South by Southwest is going to kick the shit off. I'll be down there. Yeah, me and Drummer are going to hit the stage down there. So after that, I'll be going crazy after that. That's going to be big. And when we look at your relationship with Drummer Boy, especially in the studio, what is it that works between you two on the music tip, tip as an artist and then him as the producer on the booth, making sure to put all the music together? It's really just the vibe we get. It ain't, it ain't just music with us no more. You feel me? So we probably can go in there and do a whole taping like a, a night type shit we really want. That's the type of level we on. 
You know, drama be moving around, but we definitely got some more shit coming. He gonna be on the EP, he gonna have some shit on the EP. He gonna have some shit on the tape too. You know what I'm saying? And we fuck around do a whole project together though. We've been talking about that too. So that's yeah. gonna be fire. And I noticed that he's brought you around to some of his interviews as well, because I've seen videos online where you pull up to interviews with him. Yup, shout out to Drummer Boy. I can't say that, man. Definitely put me on the map. Have you ever had conversations with him about some of the classic anthems that he's produced and you're like, yo, you got to let me jump on one of those remixes eventually. Do a remix. Nah, not for real. For real. I be trying, I, I be trying to let classics stay classics. I do a, a sample every night. I don't really be trying to fuck with that shit. I'm trying to create my own classic shit, make motherfuckers want to remix my shit. Like Daily. Daily's, that song's crazy. Fuck with that. Hey, yeah. man. I, man, I dropped that tape and went to jail like a month later. That's why I didn't get to promote the shit or nothing. I, I was on house arrest. I had to push the motherfucker out. I was on house arrest getting ready to go back to prison for two years. So I just had to put the motherfucker out. I didn't get to promote the motherfucker number. That daily definitely bumping. That motherfucker bumping. I told my partner, I'm thinking about shooting a video to that bitch. That motherfucker get off. They that song's tough. They sleeping on it. They motherfuckers get off, man. But I ain't get to do no promotional marketing on that tape. I dropped them motherfuckers a month later. I had to go to jail for two years. So shit, that's what happened with that motherfucker. But that shit always nice behind me now. Full head of steam. I think daily. Have you thought about it because the, you weren't able to get the promotion since going to jail and really promote that? Have you thought about re-releasing that tape or releasing some of those songs that you think could pop? Like I mentioned, as far as daily. Yeah, I got a list of songs I'm going to do a campaign. They look definitely on the list. They look definitely on the list. That motherfucker hard as hell. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> uh, yeah that, that's a hit right there. I could tell just by listening to it. When we look at it now, because you're your own boss, boss moves, of course. Are you speaking with any labels eventually? You know, Are you currently having any talks about joining one? Nah, not really. You feel me? Not really, but shit, probably in a couple months, though, this shit gonna change drastically. <laughs> At the March, you feel me? At the March. I really ain't caught up on this shit either, though, because as long as you got the money to put behind yourself, you don't need a fucking label. If you got a team, you know what I'm saying, know what they doing, you get rich independently. You feel me? A lot of motherfuckers doing it. Yeah. It's just the right team. You get the right team, man, you can do whatever. Real shit. Shout out to my team. <laughs> That's real. a fact. And and we see all the independent influencers that you see all over social media. They're making money on their independent plot artists. This is the independent era now. So when we when we really get into this now, as far as the independent wave, and we try to see how to really make the income here, what do you think is the, the first important step? Is it the the apparel that you have to get? Is it the street team? What would you say as an artist is, is the, the best way to get your revenue in as soon as possible when you're first starting out? Oh, uh, you got you to gotta spend the money in the right place like as far as marketing and promotion, PR and shit like that. I ain't gonna lie, I, I was lost at first, but like I said, I've been learning as I go and drama game, game. We fucked off a lot of money in the wrong areas. You know what I'm saying? But now we got it together. That's why this tape right here going to go fucking crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yep, tape going to go crazy. But you just got to make sure you put the money in the right place, man. Because a lot of people have you spending money on shit that don't even make sense, but you ain't knowing that. You feel me? Yeah. 
No, you're right. And you make your own boss moves. You got Blue Money Entertainment. Are you looking to expand the label as far as bringing some artists onto the roster, your own entertainment label? Yo, yo, I fuck with a few artists. Once I get to where I can sign motherfuckers and really make them do what it do, I'm gonna fuck with them. Yo, if I feature, if I feature them on some of my shit, I fuck with them. You know what I'm saying? So if you hear them on my tape, I kind of, yeah, if I get on, I'm gonna fuck with these niggas type shit. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. 2023, it's your year for sure. You're already speaking it into existence. Who's someone that you're looking to collaborate with? Because to me, I think you already got yourself down as an artist officially, because I know there's these artists out here that just go right for the features. But to me, you've already established yourself as your own artist, so you can dip into having like one or two big features. Who's someone that you want to work with? It could be outside of Memphis, of course. I'm going to uh, put 2 chains on top of my mm. list. You know what's crazy? You remind me a lot of 2 chains. I fucked 2 chains. Yeah. Based on a true story. He my favorite rapper, man. Shout out to 2 chains. He most definitely going to be at the top of the list. Uh, I'm going to say Bag. I want to do something Bag. Bad as a motherfucker. He hard as hell. Of course, finesse. I can keep on. I can, I can name a lot of motherfuckers I want to work with. But two chains and bag probably at the top of the list, though. I could definitely see that two chains collaboration coming. That's nah, he, he, that based on a true story album is crazy. Nah, he go crazy on nah, all this shit. A lot of his shit be going over motherfuckers' head. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, man, you gonna be like, damn, <laughs> real for me. <laughs> For the people that may not know, I want to get to know you, especially your fans. Tell me the origin story of Blue Money Sizzle, your name. Man, I really was, <clears throat> of course, the Blue Money came from my label shit. And then shit, they been calling me Sizzle for I don't know how long. So shit, I just put the shit together. Blue Money Sizzle. Yep. And it's really just to bring more attention to my label, though. That's why I put the Blue Money in the front. You know what I'm saying? Yep. When we look at you and we look you down the road here, once you've blown up, when we look at Drake's quotables, do right and kill everything, we look at the, for what some of the things that these artists stand for, what's a quotable of your own in one of your songs that you forever live by? Mm. Man. I ain't gonna lie, I just dropped some shit recently. It's some shit that you've been hearing since you was a child, though. It's a line I said I should listen to my mom and told me niggas one of my friends. <laughs> yeah. That's deep. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It is deep, you feel me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Blue Money Sizzle, is there anything else you want to let the audience know, your fans, what else you have coming up here that we didn't touch on? Man, y'all tune in. I'll be having a Blue Money Day every year for kids and shit around the 4th of July. I'm going to try to live live stream this shit this year. So uh, y'all stay tuned for that. Like I said, I got the Boss Move 2 on the split, dropping March the 7th. Uh, Boss Moves 3 going to drop around May. Y'all can follow me at Blue Money underscore Sizzle on all platforms. No E on the blue. B-L-U-M-O-N-E-Y underscore Sizzle on all platforms, all social media. Streaming, music streaming everywhere. Shout out to you, DJ. You feel me? Of course, man. You already know. Appreciate you having yeah. me on.
You're always welcome, man. Shout out to Al Nice for connecting us. And to close out the show, because you got Boss Moves 2 and a Split coming up here, the EP. You've heard all the, we already know you know all the songs already. What's going to be the one that blows up? What's going to be the hit? Um, what song? Probably my lead single. It's called uh, Fuck What They Talking About. Man, that motherfucker hard. See, I just recorded this shit like two, three days ago. <laughs> but it's going to be my lead single, man. That motherfucker hard as fuck. That bitch gonna go crazy. Radio gonna, and clubs are gonna love it too. Yeah, that bitch gonna go crazy. Like for real, for real. I ain't think shit. That bitch gonna go crazy, crazy. Yeah. You're yeah. gonna take Memphis to the top this year as far as on the music game, and then you got John Morant. He's gonna be getting uh, you that NBA trophy, right? He's gonna be getting that championship. Memphis are already at the top of the music game. Yeah. Man, up there with their ass. You hear me? Let me. <laughs> Funny, you hear me? I don't want a lot, just a little bit. You hear me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Salute to Memphis, man, and everything that you're doing. I look forward to seeing your records blow up and just seeing you get to the higher, higher points of the industry, man. Keep going, because I can hear it in your music, so you're going to go far. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you having me again, man. Shout out to Nice for putting the play together. Shout out to my management, One Circle Entertainment, Blue Money Entertainment, man. Appreciate you having me, Max. Anytime, man. Keep going. Keep grinding. Keep hustling. You're on your way to the top, man. Enjoy the rest of your night. Take care. Stay safe until the next time. You too, man. Appreciate you. Salute and peace out, man. All right.